0: Our Lexi for today is musiki, musiki or music, as you have heard many times in the past is the universal language. So how old is the history of musiki? As old as humanity itself, archaeologists have found that primitive flutes made of bone and ivory date back as far as 43,000 years. The world's oldest musical composition to have survived in its entirety is a first century AD Greek tune known as Sikilos Epitaph. The song was found engraved on an ancient marble column used to mark a woman's grave in Turkey. The column includes a musical notation with lyrics which read, and do read, While you live, shine, have no grief at all. Life only exists only for a short while, and time demands its toll. Musiki, always something to learn from it. This is Kira Moran, president of Kingdom Farms and proud sponsor of Kefi Life. Kingdom Farms provides organic meats, poultry, and fish throughout the USA. Kingdom Farms has been blessed for 52 years with providing the highest quality foods to all our customers. Please contact Kingdom Farms for your culinary needs at www.kingdomfarms.com. Love your food, love yourself with the healing powers of Kefi Life Extra Virgin Olive Oil. Cold extraction, Kalamata olives from the Peloponnese Greece, this liquid gold, provides nutrition to your salads, veggies, dips, proteins, and yes, even your skin. Kefi Life Extra Virgin Olive Oil is an anti-aging wonder food that tastes good, feels sensational, and it has a profound way to express who you are, a person of vibrance, longevity, and well-being. I invite you to experience this food that I call a gift from the earth. Kefi Life Extra Virgin Olive Oil. Visit us now, kefilife.shop and get your yummy bottle of healthy elixir, the best olive oil from our growers in Greece to your personal home for your personal wellness. Visit keffylife.shop for Keffy Life Extra Virgin Olive Oil. That's keffylife.shop. Feeling good is a matter of taking care to take care. By now, you realize that your health is your responsibility, and there are numerous ways to maintain and increase your health and wellness. I love to explore these ways organically and professionally. Today, Kefi Life will share an old age method that is just as practical and relevant and beneficial as years gone by. Music therapy is what I'm talking about. If you're not familiar, it's something great to be discovered and explored. That's what we do today with a good friend of mine who shares a mutual interest in health and wellness. Joel Kay is board certified, uh, board certified music therapist with a master's from the University of Georgia, currently working at Mathias Academy in Wisconsin. Joel Kay, welcome.
1: Thank you, Kiki, it's great to be here and to talk to it you is- about music therapy.
0: Oh, I'm so excited. This is something that I'm very interested in and a lot of our listeners are today uh, also, but firstly, how are you feeling today?
1: i'm doing great you know it's been extreme heat but i'm feeling well and staying hydrated so happy to happy to be here and in a cool house
0: outstanding well let's get started music therapy this sounds really intriguing and some people know what it is and some people don't how did you joel decide on this career and what is music therapy
1: well first of all i decided on it after um receiving my bachelor's degree in music education and uh, I had a professor who had studied music therapy as well, and it always stayed in the back of my head as, wow, that sounds intriguing because I was always interested in psychology, which I was thinking about in the therapeutic part of it. And of course, I loved music my whole life and had studied music education. So um, after several years out of school, I decided to pursue a, a master's in, in music therapy and, um, and study that. So I got a, a master's degree in music education with a concentration in music therapy, um, is how I did that. It, um, you know, I think I have mentioned to you before music therapy was different than I'd imagined it. I was really in the metaphysics in the 80s, you know, reading all the Shirley MacLaine books and buying crystals. And I thought that it was gonna be a little more mystical and woo woo, when in fact, it's very, very functional, it's very um, practical. Um, it can be utilized with so many different populations. It's it's a little different than I'd imagine. And when people ask me at a social event what it is, I I get anxious and I found most music therapists do because if we give them the official definition, which I will read you in a minute, um, you lose people, they glaze over and they're like, oh, okay, whatever. You know, we just thought it sounded like a cool profession. So basically I tell them that, I I say, well, I as a music therapist um, use music and musical activities to help my clients reach a goal. And it's a non-musical goal. It's different than music education. We're not using music to help them develop musical skills. We're using music to help them address other needs. And um, so does that make some sense to you?
0: Yes, it really does. It really, really does. And what's interesting, Joel, I remember in a previous conversation that you mentioned to me you worked at a psychiatric hospital for five years and you have an interest in psychology. And this is all sounding very, uh, like it ties together. How does it help you in your current job? What did you learn? Is there anything you took away from that job?
1: Um, From that job? Oh, absolutely, that was such good training. Um, It was a state hospital called Northwestern Georgia Regional Hospital in Rome, Georgia. And um, there were so many of us on staff and, and we got to be part of the interdisciplinary treatment team. We actually did assessments, we wrote goals, we learned how to objectively write progress notes and got to work with a variety of different individuals from um, long-term psychiatric patients to um, even those with developmental disabilities like I work with now. Um, so that it just it, it gave me a great foundation, um, for sure.
0: What kind of settings are best used or used in music therapy, like even a general population, let's say?
1: Um, What kind? Well, I I can tell you the different settings that utilize music therapy, and I'm going to be reading some of these to make sure. Of course, I work with um, adults, mostly young adults, with developmental disabilities and uh, some intellectual um, disabilities. But it's also used a lot with people with Alzheimer's disease and other aging related conditions, substance abuse problems. I used to work in a substance abuse unit, brain injuries, physical disabilities and acute and chronic pain and including mothers in labor. So and you find music therapists now in so many different settings. You know, they're in hospice programs, correctional facilities, just um, everywhere where people can have their goals You know, address through this medium.
0: I always think of the word goal, and I associate it with like a work goal or a workout goal or something like that. But goals can be um, as simple as achieving um, relaxation or reducing anxiety or reducing stress. Could you use music therapy in those settings?
1: Absolutely, and you know, we would just try to find a way to state the goal in a measurable way. Um, But I. I actually do a lot of relaxation and stress management groups. I started doing them when I worked at, a, at the psych hospital on a substance abuse ward. I do them now. Um, just this afternoon, I did a series going room to room doing some stress management um, with music. Uh, absolutely. And, and so that is, that is a great way that people in their own lives probably naturally use music therapeutically by thinking, what would make me feel? less anxious, less stressed, what could help me feel grounded, you know, and and calmer. So let's
0: dig a little deeper. Would you use an instrument? Would you play a song? Would you personally sing? How would you use this music therapy? Like, tell us what you did today, for example.
1: Oh, for the stress management, it so depends on who you're working with and what their needs are. And because I work with a lot of people who have uh, sensory processing disorders, like those on the autism spectrum, uh, you have to be careful what you use. But for today, I had picked um, some music that was Native American flute with nature sounds. And I had them do some breathing exercises with me. And then I had the students play with me an ocean drum, You know, uh, instruments that are calming that have the sounds of nature, rain stick. I had a a weero that makes it sound like a tree frog. It looks like a tree frog. I used instruments like that with the breathing and the visualization uh, while the music was playing.
0: That is, I almost feel like I'm like in a little play. You you feel so engaged. You're, You're following some type of program. You're engaging in it. It sounds interesting.
1: Yeah, it it really is. And I think, as you mentioned the engaging, the most important thing about music therapy is that you're really working on engaging the client to be as active as possible. A lot of people think they get into music therapy are really more performance oriented and they just wanna kind of perform for people and make them feel better. And it's really about um, encouraging them to do as much as possible and be part of the activity so they can fully reap those therapeutic benefits.
0: I shared something with you yesterday, and I I had no idea that I was actually participating in music therapy. I I mentioned to you that my dad had recently passed away. He was born and raised in Greece, and that immediately after his um, funeral and for the last couple months, because he passed in April, I've been listening to a lot of his favorite Greek songs. And they were soothing me. And I'm like, I'm really gravitating to these. So could we say that's how would you how would you categorize it well, as a music
1: thing? that you were that music is um helping you maintain that connection to your father and that part of your heritage um, yes. that music really is a universal language it's a it's amazing how that even if people do not speak the same language that they can communicate through music because there is just so much that is expressed through it. An example in my life was in college. The first time I went to Europe, I went on a choir tour and we were in an international choral festival in Wales, a very big festival there. And there were people from all over the world and we all had the best time with each other, even though we didn't speak each other's languages, but we were singing songs to each other. And and that was the first time that I had the aha, music really is a universal language, you know? I'm cool. oh, another, thing, another thing I will say to you, my very favorite singer on the planet, by the way, is Linda Ronstadt, you know, and she's silenced by Parkinson's now, but she sings so many different styles of music. And she, in her memoirs, she says the most interesting thing. She says she feels the music we hear from birth to age 10 or 12, maybe. Um is, a, is what influences the most. And she says she could not perform anything authentically that she hadn't heard during that time. She feel, feels that it kind of rewired our brain. So, you know, you going back to those songs made me think of that, about how often that music we heard when we were really young say so important to us.
0: And that's so relevant, Joel, because it's like food, the food that we eat, certain foods that give us comfort. Like for me, I'm just going to go to the Greek food. Like if I have avo lemono, which is a soup with um, um, eggs and chicken and rice, or if I have spandangopita, which is spinach, I automatically feel connected. I feel safe. It's weird. It's just food, mm-hmm. but songs do the same thing for me. I think we should use these things that bring us comfort and joy.
1: Well, absolutely. So of course, as I've mentioned before, I didn't read the full definition, but, you know, true music therapy, you have a credential professional. We go through some pretty intense training to become music therapists, and you want to make sure whoever you work with is board certified, and we do assessments, and, and uh, we, of course, do evaluations after that, and we design uh, musical interventions, but in our own personal life, to use music in a therapeutic way, um, well, there are many ways you could do it, and I feel a lot of us do it instinctively. The, the, the music we gravitate towards is what we need at the time. There's a music therapy principle called the ISO principle that says you should match a client's match their mood with the music. For example, if someone is really, really um, depressed, and sad, you don't wanna get in their face and sing, forget your troubles, come on, be happy. You don't (laughs) wanna elevate there and if they hit you, you deserved it, you know, you shouldn't, that would be irritating, right? So you you gradually change the musical style as their mood improves. So you want to find what matches. So for you, when you're thinking about your father and wanting to feel connected to him, you know, and feel him still around you, you went to the traditional Greek music that you associate with him uh if someone is really really angry you know it depends on what era and what music they want from me i go i go back to you know hit me with your best shot or something pat benatar you think of something that's kind of cathartic um that helps you realize you're not alone in feeling that emotion and then sometimes i giggle after i get the anger out and then you can move on to other things does that make sense
0: Outstanding. Yes, it does. Really, it really, really does. Because if you're trying to force somebody, something down someone's throat, and they're not ready for it, it's like you said, they can identify with that song, hit it with your best shot, they can kind of work through it. So yes, that does make a lot of sense. Uh, do you play an instrument?
1: I do. I play piano, and I, I love to sing. And uh, for a music therapist, we we have to develop functional skills on instruments we use in session, so I use a little guitar, a little ukulele, and I love using instruments that my clients can use, my students can use independently, so I use the auto harp, remember that, that's like an American zither, I use the auto harp that they can strum, there's something Suzuki makes called a Q chord that has a strum plate that even my students with limited Physical abilities can rest their fingers on the strum plate and move their fingers and get different synthesized musical sounds. Um, but for me personally, I um, I love to you know I have a, a little spinet piano here and I love to just sit down and play like easy jazz arrangements of songs from the Great American Songbook and or my old classical pieces from college. It depends on my mood again, you know.
0: Exactly, exactly. And that is the really the beauty of music. It can take you anywhere. It can make you feel anything. It can connect you. Um, you had mentioned something. This was kind of uh, beautiful for me because my father-in-law was in World War II. He was a Purple Heart, Silver Star. My father was in the Greek military. But you said something about um, how music can help those in war. You were talking about music and sound to promote healing?
1: Oh, well, well, first of all, when we look at the history of music therapy as a profession in America, you can find research where people looked at music and therapy for, for centuries. But after World War I and World War II, what was discovered was that the soldiers in the hospitals who had the volunteers come in and lead choral groups or band, that they noticed significant psychological and physical improvements that those who were not in the music programs did not have. So that helped um, create the training programs for what for me and what I do um, now. But uh, yes, there is so much research done too now with uh, pain management. You know, using music uh, therapy for pain management, using music therapy um, to help those who have brain injuries recover. Um, Like Gabby Giffords gave us such attention, such positive attention by talking about how her music therapist after she was shot in Arizona um, had really made such an impact on her walking again and helping rewire her brain. And I think she still studies French horn, I think I, I read. Um, and that just really, really sings the praises of music therapy in helping her recover.
0: So, the, So try to break it down for me. Music and pain therapy. Would somebody listen to it to give them hope? Like, I feel a, a moment of joy even in this pain.
1: You know, when it comes to pain management, I, I, you could do that on your own, but I would actually, thats I would try to find a, a music therapist, a private practice, one to help okay. assess and guide me through that just to make sure, you know, that I was following the right procedures. But on your own, I think it would be something that helps you feel comforted, that um, distracts you. Um, if you're having enough pleasure from it, you know you're getting those endorphins in your system that when we feel really good, like when we're dancing or singing something we love, um, that that help manage the pain naturally uh, as well. But that's something Absolutely. I definitely would uh, suggest to people that they look for a music therapist. Um, to you know find a music therapist that might do the assessment and help set up you know interventions for them that will help
0: and in the green green room you did share with me and we will share them also in the show notes you shared some resources and sites where people can go
1: absolutely because if you have more questions the number one place is the american music therapy association our governing body and they they um assist the public and there's a find a therapist link there and there's information on music therapy with different populations, just, a, you know, just all kinds of resources. When you go visit them at musictherapy.org. I think.
0: Great. Great. So, um, I think it's what I, what I really like personally is to, cause I do this is for folks to understand that they can use music in a therapeutic way to improve personal life, maybe to reduce stress and promote relaxation. For me, that's what I like to think about sometimes.
1: Absolutely. and And, And Kiki, take up an instrument because passive music listening is wonderful, but there's so many benefits. If you may have played guitar, you know, before, have a guitar, so many benefits from that. I mean, even from the vibrational you know, the the vibra-acoustic therapy you get from holding the instrument. Um, there's just so many benefits from act, actually, actively music-making, singing in the shower, in your car.
0: When I was in high school, I played clarinet. And you just said to me, take up an instrument. My God, maybe I'll start the clarinet again.
1: <laughs> I could see it, Kiki. I could definitely see you doing that. I'm not sure I'd want to hear the sounds right when you start practicing again. <laughs> There's nothing like amateur clarinet playing, right?
0: Oh my uh, goodness. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Oh my goodness. That's the truth. And I really don't think, you know, one instrument that I have always been intrigued with because I think it's hard to actually, two. One is the harmonica and the other is the violin. They seem so hard to learn.
1: you, You know what? I think that it's a sign for you to get, if you have a harmonica, get it out. If not, get a harmonica. And you could find YouTube lessons, really. All right, and then you could go to the violin after you master that. But you're going to be playing that harmonica like Stevie Wonder. <laughs> in the years. I love the encouragement.
0: <laughs> I love the the encouragement. So um, we have just two more questions um, in our final moments, Joel. What? First of all, what would you tell someone in the general population? Because I know you work with some people of disability, and you've worked with all types of people. I mean, let's face it, we all have something going on with us, but What would you say is the best way to use music in a way to be therapeutic and to be calming?
1: Well, that's where I have to say, pay attention to you. And that's where you have to do assessment, maybe on yourself if you're not working with a music therapist, to find how you respond to different types of music and, and what puts you in that place. Like... There's so many different ways to use it. You might need to be motivated to move and exercise. So you might, you know, be more motivated to play uptown funk kind of music, right? You know, just upbeat dancy. But you may be a really um, tightly wound person and kind of have a chronic level of anxiety. So it may benefit you to use more calming and, and grounding music. And, and I say experiment. If you have Spotify, you can find so many different wonderful playlists. Experiment with that. Um, experiment with sound and vibrational therapy and, the, and listening to the singing bowls and the gongs. And maybe go to a yoga studio and do a sound bath. See if that is beneficial as well.
0: I've always um, loved the Congo and the drums. I've always loved those two. I mean, I've mentioned a lot of different instruments, but to give me energy and to match to match my energy, let's say I've enjoyed the you know, the, yes, conga and the you drums. Know
1: and and we use so much percussion in music therapy because it's so accessible and anyone can make their own kind of rhythms using those and I think that's wonderful. I think that that definitely for most people helps put them in a happier place, don't you think?
0: Yes. Yes. It's uplifting. It's, it's, it's positive. It's got energy. It moves. You know, for me, I just like something that's moving. I mean, well, it depends on where I'm at. I mean, when my dad passed, I was like, definitely not in that place, <laughs> but.
1: Right. Oh, oh Absolutely. And that, that is the thing. It is so depend, dependent on so many things. And that's why it's great to have a, you know, trained professional do an assessment and help design programs like a, we music therapists do that. That's very helpful.
0: Excellent. Excellent. So do you see yourself staying at Matthias for a long, long time?
1: I'm not sure how long. Mathias is such a wonderful place. We're really working on having a big open house. And we've increased our size, I think, threefold since we opened in the middle of the pandemic. Um, it's a, My friend Liz, who was a PE coach where I worked, had a vision to open a place where students who age out of public services, who have disabilities, could go and you know, people have responded. And so it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful thing. And I, I really enjoy working with a variety of adult students we have there.
0: Well, you are a joy to listen to, to learn from, and also I'm sure your students and your um, clients, if you will, enjoy working with you. In our closing moment, please think about this for a moment because you've worked in a, a variety of venues and settings and you have uh, an interesting profession and a great background in education. The question is, and then you can answer it, Joel Kay, if I were to say, you were saying to yourself, in my life, I've learned that. How would you complete that sentence?
1: Goodness, Kiki, I feel like I'm learning more at this stage of life in my late 50s than I ever have, and I think, you know how we say, just do you? I feel like that, You have to do the work to discover who you are. And that's part of the beauty of aging. You realize we've lived under a false narrative and we have told ourselves that what other people wanted for us was who we are. And as you get older, if you take the time to pay attention, you start to let that go. And the beautiful thing is I feel like a lot of our psychological pain and physical pain starts to go with all of that false stuff we've carried around. Does that make sense? Too wordy?
0: Yes, 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 yes. I'm ready to take off that hat and just be me.
1: <laughs> right? You know, I think that, yep. that, that that is just a beautiful thing because like we might've told ourselves we love opera because we're with people who make you feel like you shouldn't. And one day you thought you're at an opera and you think, I really hate this. <laughs> I just want to go home. <laughs> and you know, I'm not saying that's me because there are times I love it and other times I don't, but but I, I but that's an example. Of there, there are things we've told ourselves and one day we're like, you know, that's not really me. <laughs> That's not what energizes me. That's not what I vibrate with.
0: Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. my
1: life lesson in a lot of too many words.
0: Great. That's great. Well, we thank you so much for your time and for educating us on music therapy. And hopefully uh, people out there can take some of your uh, kernels of wisdom and use it for their benefit.
1: Absolutely. And, and, you know, and I always say to everyone, at least just sing in the car in the shower. There's a reason we we do that. It is calming to our nervous system.
0: Oh, so if we sing out loud, it calms our nervous system.
1: Yeah, absolutely. There's lots of research about about that vo- voice therapy and vocal therapy. So that vibrational, yeah.
0: So if I, it's yeah, like, I
1: just—it's our natural instrument. It's our God-given instrument, and I think everyone can and should sing.
0: That's our natural instrument. We should use it. La 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 la. We just sing
1: there you go see i could i can just sense the endorphins bouncing <laughs> off of it now that you saying
0: <laughs> and you know or, we're all about endorphins
1: absolutely we have yourself them. a
0: wonderful evening and i hope to talk to you again soon
1: <laughs> you too kiki thank you it was fun
0: stay right there up next your weekly takeaway to keep it all as well hola kala this hola kala moment Brought to you by the Law Offices of Liston and Santillas Ranked number one by the Leading Lawyers Network since 2010. Taking care of all your real estate needs. In this episode with Joel, we discover that nature is full of music. The sensation of music in the great outdoors is healing and can be affirming. Take a stroll outside. Listen to the birds sing, the wind blow, The waves ripple, the leaves tassel in the wind, or the thunder rip. Each vibration or sound is a part of music and will initiate a mood or feeling. Hola, cala, all is well when you head outside and embrace music with the numerous sounds of the earth. Kiki Vale is the founder of Kefi Life. She is passionate about whole person wellness and living a fulfilled life. Her Kefi Life podcast is created to simply and naturally help you harmonize the mind, body, and soul the Greek way. Visit KepiLife.com, at Keffy life 365 on Instagram, and check out Kiki Vale on LinkedIn and on Twitter. Join us again next time for more positive energy and inspiration on Kepi Life.